The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Brutal Nation, a podcast series dedicated to lesser-known serial killers and acts of crime. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one and the only Tammy Underwood. And Tam Tam, today's your day. What do you got for me for our Medical Monday? Tam Tam, I thought I'd lost that nickname back in high school. (laughs) That's my ESP going on right there. I said, you know, today would be a good day to call her Tam Tam. Yeah, no. I haven't heard that since high school, but thanks for taking me back there. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. A little nostalgia there? Yeah. Medical Monday. You know these are my favorite. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Medical Mondays are my favorite because I I cannot fathom, you know, considering my mom was a nurse for so many years, somebody doing these things. Um, But I have for you a recent Medical Monday, and her name is Kristen Gilbert. Sweet. Like, how recent are we talking? Like um, 90s, 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, about Col- like Colin. Yeah, I was going to say, like Colin. Pretty, pretty yeah, recent. Yeah, but this woman was a little bit more bizarre than Colin was. Mm. Yeah, and my quote for her is, you're going to love this one. It's from Yajur, Y-A-J-U-R, Veda. And the is that quote, like Darth Veda? No, that's Vader. But oh, okay. my, my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good work done with bad intentions inevitably leads to failure. That is why one should refrain from evil tendencies. Ooh, damn. Dun, 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 dun. No kidding, man. That's like some dark, deep shit. Right I know. There. I've been finding some good quotes to go with my people lately. <laughs> I got to kind of do that because I've been writing some up and I haven't found quotes except for my opening thoughts. Oh, no. See, the, Losing it. the quotes Losing it. lead them. They give a little, you know, preamble. Well, that's true. All right. So okay. Man, oh, man. Anyways, Kristen Gilbert was born Kristen Heather Strickland on November 13th of 1967. She was born in Fall River, Massachusetts, and she's the oldest of two daughters. Her parents are Claudia, who was a part-time teacher, and Richard Strickland, who was an electronics executive. Okay, so decent position people. We're not talking like, you know, they're not working. Well, in Fall River's a pretty, you know, affluent area anyways. Uh, Where's Fall River at? Fall River's in Massachusetts. It's where Lizzie Borden Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That every time I hear Fall River, that's all I think of is, you know, Lizzie Borden and her axe. <laughs> um, Gave her family 40 wax. Yeah, well, that's the rhyme, but that's not how it went. But So by the time she reached puberty, though, um, her friends and family began to notice that she was becoming a pathological liar. Um, this is also around the time she, you know... Faked several suicide attempts in an effort to manipulate those around her, and she would violently threaten others around her. Holy shit, it kind of does remind me of Colin, because Colin had all those suicide attempts, too. Well, yeah, but these were faked. She actually called a boyfriend to manipulate him and told him that she swallowed a bunch of glass. Okay, but Colin also, I still believe he faked his. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. You know, and it comes back to when they offered up, you know, hey, we're going to go for the death penalty. He's, okay, no, I'll do whatever you want. Don't put me to death. If you really wanted to die, that was your thing. You you would have embraced it. Exactly, because we've had ones that have embraced that. Right, they're like, this is exactly what I want. Yeah. Let's, Let's get... Uh, let me think of uh, that that line. Hold on. Uh, hurry up, you Hoosier bastards. That's right. Hurry I could have killed ten men uh, while, while you're, you're fooling, fooling around. around. 
That's right. Yeah. Damn Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> that's from Carl Penn's rant for those of yes. you who haven't caught that's that. That's our episode. favorite quote of the of the day, millennial. Oh yeah. yeah. So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyways, in 1985, she graduated from Groton Durnstable Regional High School. See that? Real fast. I was just thinking, God damn, yeah. that's a mouthful. And then she enrolled at Bridgewater State College in Bridgewater, Massachusetts, in '86. There, after one of her infamous suicide attempts, college officials ordered her to seek psychiatric treatment. And because of this mandate, in in 1987, she transferred to Mount Wachusett Community College in Gardner. Bless you. Huh? Bless you. Uh, I thought you sneezed there for a minute. I'm sorry. I was like, what? Yeah. No. What, what's he talking about? Yeah, Wachusett. Shut up, fat bald man. <laughs> I'm reading stuff. And then she went on to Greenfield Community College. In Greenfield, Massachusetts, where she eventually did graduate in the spring of 88 with a nursing degree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, so sometime in 1986, you know, while she was still in Bridgewater, uh, she had, around the time of her infamous suicide attack, she took care of a mentally disabled child as a home health worker. Okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't Jake. No. <laughs> Sorry. Just he point- wasn't around back then, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I was pointing towards her. Yeah. Injury. One day she was going to give this child a bath, and I couldn't find out in- information on this child as to their gender or extent of their disability, but the bathwater was so hot that the child sustained burns over a significant portion of their body. Was it by accident? And I, I asked that legitimately because... Um, there was one time when, when Jake and I were, were on the road mm-hmm. um, and, and traveling, and we stopped off at a truck stop. We used the bathroom, everything like that, and the faucets were backwards. And oh. I, I didn't know that. And I'm in a hurry and what have not, so I get him to go wash his hands first. Come on, I turn on what I think is the cold water, and he touched it. Ooh. And it just happened quick. He burned his head. Oh, crap. So I, was it like an accident, or was they this? They don't say but they do say, I mean, they go on in to say a little bit later, kind of, they don't believe it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you would think a tub full of hot water would be pretty evident with the you steam. You would think so, with all the steam and everything. The heat and, rising off of it before you put a kid in there. Yeah, I was going to say, and don't you usually test it with your, like your wrist or something? That's I mean, I did I, as a mother. I did that with Jake. Okay, you know, I was going to say, I don't chest, know how you men do it, but... Oh, no, we just plop them in there. <laughs> kind of like fishing. We're like, swim. <laughs> That's right. Swim or drown, damn swim it. Swim or drown. <laughs> yeah. So it, also in 80, oh, um, in 88, after when she graduated, uh, she married Glenn Gilbert. And she got a job at the VA Medical Center in Northampton, Massachusetts, um, eventually giving birth to two children. She claimed her work there was rewarding, challenging, and exciting. She was well-liked by her co-workers and was even said to have organized yearly gift-giving events for the impoverished families of, of patients. And her supervisor said she was more than capable of work at work and they were pleased with her job performance. Oh, sweet. I, I actually admire somebody who has good work ethic. And Me too. Me too, yeah. normally. But let's go on. Now, so, so far, I got to tell you, I'm kind of liking her. I mean, the suicide attempt thing is bullshit. Yeah. But all in all... I kind of like her right now. That's just for now. That's just for I'll now. I'll just say, yeah, she hasn't gotten to you yet, huh? No, because she, well, you're not into the meat and potatoes of this no, show. No, I'm not yet. I'm re- so. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting now. I'm, I'm getting into the, we're, we're past the appetizer. Um, now, at some point, she was switched to the night shift. And here she met a guy by the name of James Peralt. 
He was an Army veteran who served during the Persian Gulf War, and he was the hospital security guard. Oh, okay. Okay, their illicit romance grew in the midst of hospital drama, which, coincidentally, she was often embroiled in. Um, he noticed her as a rather attractive nurse on night duty, and then that she was present for quite a bit of the most troublesome events that were taking place at the hospital. Maybe he'd even heard the other staff jokingly call her the Angel of Death. Nice. Yeah, because so many of those events ended up with the patient dying. Experts later estimated she was working during at least half of the 350 deaths that occurred on her ward. Holy cow. Yeah, so that's like, what, 175? Yeah, well, it's 50%. Yeah, so... So, yeah, at least half. So apparently the chances of that being a true coincidence are one in 100 million. So, you know, I I don't believe in coincidences. So Um, she began to fear that the thrill of their affair being so illicit would not be enough to keep him interested in her. So she began to create events in the hopes of impressing him. It said that she was very much aroused by giving patients epinephrine. Epinephrine. Yeah, well, I know. I'm very familiar with epinephrine. Um, me too. I've been given a shot of ep- epinephrine. Yeah, that comes in. Uh, some people don't know. That's uh, what comes in an EpiPen. If you have an allergic reaction to a yeah. sting or some people it's shellfish or, yeah. um, you know, or. And one whatever. amp, one amp, which is an ampule of epi, is enough to A- Stop any allergic reaction. Oh, yeah. And B, set your heart on. F- I mean, it's like off to the races. Oh, yeah. No, I've it, had You could win the before. Kentucky Derby. Yeah, yeah, your heart's about ready to be out of your chest. Yeah. You don't know what's worse, the... Uh, the uh, Allergic reaction uh, or, or the, the epi. epi. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because that one time they gave me epi in the hospital, I was like, holy shit. Um, anyways, so it was said... Okay, so she... When it... when. She would give her patients epinephrine when it wasn't needed in order to induce cardiac events. That she would relish the attention she received from Peralt and others when she rushed in and saved them, or at least appeared to to intend to save the coding patients. Okay? So now the affair is turning deadly. Um, Her marriage began to fall apart. Well, hold on. Now... You mean prior to even right now? If she's already yeah, well, it's getting worse. Jesus Christ, man. it's getting worse. Um, her marriage has started to fall apart, and this is when she took matters into her own hands. She allegedly started lacing her husband's portion of the meal she prepared with a diuretic. Ooh, yeah, brutal. So prosecutors later claim her husband told someone that Gilbert was attempting to get him out of the house by Thanksgiving. Come hell or high water. and he started getting pretty ill and she had to take him to the emergency room to get treated and so and sent home so just a question so i can clarify it in my own head because as far as i understand that diuretics work it basically gives you the shits right oh no diuretics make you pee a lot oh and when you're peeing and you're not replenishing you lose potassium and everything and it really fucks up your kidneys no that i knew because i actually wound up in the hospital um for drinking too much water Oh, yeah, you can literally drown yeah, and, yourself. Uh, I, and I didn't even know. We'll touch on this, and we'll jump right back in because I have a tendency of going off on a tangent. But uh, I thought that um, I was having diabetes problems before I was diabetic. Oh, okay. And, you know, I, I actually passed out. Uh, and then when I got up, went to the hospital. I said, I can't figure this out. Said, well, you're dehydrated. I said, 
I can't be dehydrated. I drink like a half a gallon of water a day. To, do you drink any Gatorade, Powerade? Yeah. No, because I don't want the sugars. Yeah, you're washing all the natural salts and the electrolytes mm-hmm. out of your body. Yeah. You, gotta, you have to drink some of that to, to retain the water. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. It was it was shitty. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Literally. Oh, no. no. You're pissing no. the shit a lot. So anyways, she takes him to the emergency room when he's ill. He gets treated and he's sent home. However, he got sick again the following week. And this time he was admitted and she upped her game. Okay, he was admitted to a civilian hospital in the area. And while he was there, she told hospital staff, I want to collect some of his blood for myself so I can take it back to my place of employment and have it tested because she works at the VA hospital. No, fair enough. Okay, which I can, I understand. Yeah, if, if, if I in had a, a wife and she was a nurse. I understand. Yeah, if I had a wife and she was a nurse and she worked at a different hospital. Yeah. Just for, at least for her own sense of kind of knowing what's going right. on. Exactly. It makes sense. Exactly. However, not in this case. When she approached her husband, she was holding a syringe filled with what appeared to be a clear liquid. He asked her what was in it, and she told him it's just a saline solution. Okay? He says as soon as she put the needle in, his arm grew cold, and he tried to pull away. But she just pinned him against the wall with her hip. Like. You're not going to get away from me, bitch. She's got some child-bearing hips. She does. And men and men keeping hips. Yeah. Apparently, he was eventually, you know, they say that he was eventually released. And shortly after that, she left him and her children to pursue a more committed relationship with this parole guy. Okay. Despite this, she still managed to be quite present during the deaths of patients during her shift. In July of 1995... 66-year-old Stanley Jagodowski was... I'm glad you could say that because that looked like you stumbled. I did a little bit, but he was admitted to her unit after having a routine surgery for bowel obstruction. Oh, okay. Okay. He was only prescribed oral medication. However, another nurse later reported that she saw Gilbert take a syringe into his room. And then this nurse says she heard the patient yell in pain right before Gilbert left his room. And he had a heart attack later that night. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. Then there was the delusional war veteran who, upon being assigned to her ward, became very combative and refused treatment because, and I'm quoting him here, people are dying around here for no reason. The patients are talking about it. The staff is talking about it. The staff is talking to the patients about it. His claims were dismissed because of his history of delusions. She later injected him and killed him as well. Well, you think? He oh, knows yeah. what's up. He, he's The jig is up with him. Yeah. Right? So now she's being investigated. Okay? This is what, this is what gets me, and we're going to have to talk more in depth on this, because I haven't told you this part. And when I told my mom this, she goes... I mean, my mom doesn't swear, but she's like, what the fuck? Right. Well, I want to point out to everybody that your mom is a former nurse. Yeah. Uh, retired now. Yeah, my mom is so a retired nurse. When we bring up her mom, I, I try to always point that out. So it's not coming from somebody who like was a secretary. No. Her reactions are coming no, from somebody was, who was in the field. Exactly. She was a very well-respected, still is a well-respected nurse in our area. Um, so in February of 1996, a couple of nurses actually filed formal inquiries as they suspected her involvement in at least two deaths. 
Okay. As the investigations began, the allegations of abuse she inflicted on the child when she was a home health worker, her history of violent threats and her manipulation of others all came to light. Makes sense. Because if you're you're checking into somebody for something that's nefarious, you want to check out the the whole span of their life. Exactly. So she decided to quit her job and apparently tried to... They say commit suicide again, so they admitted her to a psych ward. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on that. I am too. Um, and then this is where Perrault claims that she called him from the facility she was in and said to him, I did it, I did it. You wanted to know. I killed all those guys by injecting them. Jesus. But he's the only <laughs> one that heard this phone call. So right now it's just hearsay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But he did go to the authorities to report it. Because he didn't want to be involved with a killer, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, she's trying to, uh, you know, get rid of her husband by giving him a diuretic. I mean, do you really want to live with that? I know that I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Choose your level of crazy, folks. Exactly. So, um, the investigations found that she had injected a number of her patients and was suspected in quite a number of deaths that occurred while she was on duty. However, they were only able to prove she was involved with four former soldiers murdering four former soldiers using the epinephrine they were stanley jagodowski henry hooden kenneth cutting and edward squira s-k-w-i-r-a i know i probably butchered it and i'm sorry um she gave these people enough adrenaline in one instance it was said she gave the patient three ampules of adrenaline i mean three. epinephrine right i yeah, yeah, epinephrine, which is adrenaline. So, yeah. gee, crack yeah, it. three ampules of epinephrine. Freaking heart's gonna blow out of your chest, yeah. man. Basically, it says that their hearts exploded. Yeah, yeah. One just about does that. Yeah, and then they accuse her of attempting to kill three others. Okay, here's the bizarre thing. Are you ready As if for? If it's not bizarre enough, no. Are you ready for this? Go for it. The most bizarre thing is when the authorities came close to putting all the pieces together, the medical center started receiving bomb threats from a male caller. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. They suspected her, but the caller wasn't female. So, you know. Yeah, but, you know, you can pay somebody. Oh, you would think that's what she would do. Because, you know, okay, I know that people will do just about anything for money. Yeah. And it doesn't take that much cash. No, you can pay any bum off the street to do anything. I'm glad that you said that because when I used to run the five boroughs of New York in a semi, um, there's some places you just don't naturally park because you'll get killed. Right. What I would do is I would pay two bums 20 bucks a piece. Tell them, look, there's another 20 in it for you each, provided nobody wakes me up in the middle of the night and you get your money. And sure enough, man, the bums would watch my damn truck. Oh, yeah. And I've walked you woke up to people going, no, get away from that truck, man. Like, getting all bum crazy on them. Oh, yeah. It cost me like 80 bucks in total, but man, I got a great night's sleep. Just poke myself in the eyeball. That's a good job. I know. I'm good. Anyways, no, you would think she would do that, right? That's what I thought. That's what makes most sense to me. Yeah, she's not that smart. Um, (laughs) uh, So, uh, the authorities put her under surveillance because they didn't want her to skip town. And that's when an officer that was surveilling her noticed her stop at a phone booth and make a phone call. At the same time that the hospital reported receiving a bomb threat. So, did she have like a voice changer or something? They were 
able to trace the call back to that location, but how is it possible when the caller was a man? Okay, well, when she went, they went to arrest her, they asked her if she had a voice-altering device, there and you know go. what she did? She handed them a child's toy that when she spoke into it, it sounded exactly like the bomb they're calling. <laughs> wow, this one's a genius. Dude, I'm just, this is what gets me is, you know, you're freaking, you've done this. You've killed these people. You did it. I mean, she was said, I mean, I don't know if I have it in here. Oh, yeah, it's right here. During her trial, the prosecution claimed that she had ejected these patients, ultimately killing some, if not most, because she wanted to impress the security guard. <laughs> As part of the security team, he was required to be present during the emergency calls at the, in the patient's rooms. And while she would be attempting life-saving measures on these patients in cardiac arrest, she would be looking at him admiringly. And it was also reported that she was seen playing footsie with him as her patient lay there dying. Jiminy Christmas. God yeah. dang, man. It's like, oh, so I'm saving these people's lives. Look how amazing I am. That is beyond fucked up. That is crazy. That is just <laughs> crazy. I mean, we've all done... Stupid shit? Stupid shit to get the attention of the opposite sex. Well, that's nature. I've, that's human yeah. nature. I've done it. You've done it. I'm pretty nah. sure that most of our listeners out there have done it. But when do you say when? You know what I mean? Like, when do you sit there and, and really think it through and go, hey, is that yeah. is that worth it? That part yeah. of this, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it if this is what turns them I mean, that you're so afraid of losing somebody that you have to invent situations to, quote, unquote, impress them. Right. I don't, I don't, I've never... I guess I've never been in love on that level. <laughs> That's That's a scary level though. That's okay. an unhealthy level. We've talked about my second ex-wife. Yeah. And I loved her a lot. But you know what? I don't think I would do something quite that stupid. Yeah, I don't see you doing something that stupid. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I see you doing stupid things. I, I, I do, I'll do stupid shit. Yeah. But I'll do stupid shit on a dare. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm that whole my beer guy. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Alligators with a pork chop around my neck? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So um, with this woman in March of 2001, a jury found her guilty on three counts of first degree murder and one count of second degree murder. Now, when it came time to the sentencing phase of her trial began, things took a little different turn. Oh. Yeah. Originally, the prosecutors were seeking the death penalty. Which is a possibility to, no matter what the death penalty status was in the state since she was considered a federal offense as it occurred in a place of federal employment. Right, right. So, however, she was able to escape the death penalty, which would have been the epitome of irony considering she died by injection. Right? <laughs> I know. I was, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, only they're not going to shoot her up with epinephrine. They're going to fucking shoot her up with sodium, what, pentothal? And... Sodium pentothal, scopolamine. I think yeah. it's sodium pentothal, scopolamine, and... Uh, There's three. There's a cocktail. Yeah, trying to think of what the third one was because I was reading about this like last week. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that's I think that's the combo, at least two of them. If I'm wrong, then I'm sorry, but yeah, my memory is shot. But then it was argued in court that a more fitting punishment would be for her to serve out the remainder of her life, which would be quite a while yet because she was rather young, 
locked up. So eventually she might have to look into the eyes of her children and tell them exactly why she did what she did. Now, Brutal. though this is a good argument, I personally do not believe it will make much difference. It won't. because As uh, I believe she has, I don't think she has any remorse at all for her actions. I don't think she does either. I think that she yeah. is, uh, just by what you told me, I'm, I get this feeling almost like a, I will do to get, I, I'll, I'll do anything to get exactly what I want and everybody else's needs is less than secondary. You know who she kind of reminds me of here? I'm it's thinking. Kathy Wood. Oh, from our lethal yeah. lovers, yeah, yeah, very much so. Very manipulative, very yep. conniving. Very, I will get what I want no matter what, even if I have to lie and throw you under the bus. So then, the, I pose the question: Do you think that there's uh, narcissistic tendencies um, or I would personality that question, disorder? The only diagnosis I could find was borderline personality. Okay, but. They're kind of similar. Right. And she's kind of a hard one for me to sit there and rip apart on that level only because she wasn't, she she was doing this to get the attention of someone else. Exactly. But at the same time, she was Which doing Which is a very it, codependent action. Right. But at the same time, she was doing it also to bolster herself correct to present herself in a better light which is very narcissistic to the person that she wants so it's, yeah. it's i'm sitting there going ah i know it's which one we're in a conundrum <laughs> we're in a conundrum here no but yeah criminy. no exactly she displayed very a lot of codependent you know actions as well as narcissistic you know self-improved you know the i'm going to show myself in a better light you know right better than everybody else but, yeah, so she has received four life sentences, then they're all to be served consecutively. Oh, so she's never getting out. She's never going to get out. No. Nope. And she's at a federal facility in Texas. Texas. Well, God bless Texas. Domo <laughs> <laughs> arigato. That's a commercial from way back. Oh, okay. You kind of confused me. I'm like, you're going no. Japanese on me. What the hell? No, this guy was bidding on something online and he in, from something in Japan, and they won in Texas, and this the guys in Japan goes, oh, Texas. And the guy in Japan goes, I mean, the guy in Texas goes, domo arigato. <laughs> I think of sticks and Mr. Roboto, but know, okay. Right, right. <laughs> no, but yeah, so this is her. I mean, when when I was, I found her by accident. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, I've been watching a lot of docu-series lately to see if we can come up with more research and everything. Right. And when I heard this, I'm like, oh, we got to feature her. Because A, she's <laughs> recent, and B, she was just bizarre. I mean, knowing that the, the, the walls are closing in on her, so, hey, let's call in bomb threats, you know? Well, that, and instead of denying the call for the bomb threats and saying, oh, hey, I don't know what you're hearing, but it wasn't me. And then listening to the tapes and going, see, that's a guy. It's a, yeah, not she hands me. them the, the voice manipulator. Uh, Here you go. So she's the exception of my role when somebody sits there like the my, my airport role. Did you pack your own bags? Oh, you caught me. Nobody says that. Well, apparently she does. <laughs> yeah. If she goes to the, to, to the airport with bags yeah. that somebody else packed, hey, did you pack your own bags? Oh, you got me. Yeah, yeah no. it's full of dynamite and explosives. Yeah, We're just no. going to blow the shit out of everything. Somebody else packed them for me. I don't know what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, I was like floored when I had all her information, you know. And she just, I mean, and if you see her picture, she looks rather innocent. 
Most of them do, like the little lady that we featured. Oh, uh, yeah. Puente. Well, see, I didn't think Puente looked innocent, but you did. So I did. She looks like she's ready to make me cookies. Yeah, I'm ready well. to go to her house and say, say, Grandma Puente, can you make me some chocolate chip cookies? She probably had them laced with something. Probably, and I'm stupid <laughs> enough to eat them. That's the fucked up thing. I bet you are good cookies. Oh, no problem there. Oh, I don't feel so hot anymore. Why am I bleeding out of my ears? <laughs> Please don't bury me in your backyard. <laughs> don't bury me in the backyard. Bury me over by the road rose bushes or something. Yeah. <laughs> a decent burial. No. So, yeah. So, this, this girl was pretty interesting to me. It sounds like a Gemini Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I I just, I mean, I don't, I don't know where else to, you know, because like I said, I kind of equated her to Colin. Very much. They, they got a lot of parallels. They did have a lot of parallels. His body count, estimated body count was higher though. Cause, oh, you know, way higher. But she didn't operate for very long either. Right. She wasn't a huge operator like he was, yeah. but still... Okay, so so some of the things that they don't have in common is it doesn't sound like her story changed. No. And Collins did because uh, multiple times. And I, I was actually just listening to that episode that we did with Colin yesterday. Right. Um, you know where he said, "Hey, I walked around in a fog all my life, and I don't really remember." And say, "I wanted to to spare the patients." Yeah, and I fantasized about how I would do it. Yeah, and then turning around saying, "I fantasized how I would do it. Well, I just wanted to end their suffering." Yeah, bullshit. It's, it's all BS. Yeah, his life was a bunch of contradictories. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't have that going on. No, but she tried to offer a husband, man. But, yeah, she tried. <laughs> Jesus. Trying to. Yeah. It's, it's that. Yeah, he's just in the way, so let me give him a bunch of diuretics so he pees himself to death. And, and here's what I don't understand with with any spouse or, or lover that kills another one. You know how easy it is just to go up, even if it's a, a brief fight, and say, you know what? It's over. I don't love you. You don't love me. We don't get along. Right. Let me get the fuck out of here. You know, I've had that discussion more than once. And no, and not you. <laughs> with my history of being married uh, and, and my relationships. And granted, sometimes there's a huge fight involved, you know, where they get all pissy and everything's your fault. Chalk it up to, oh, well, you know what? Shit happens and fucking walk out. You don't have to kill anybody over this exactly. shit. Exactly. There's no reason. Exactly. It's just, Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Yeah, those that, you know, kill their spouse or loved ones, even their children or whatever, to, you know. So was there anything that said what kind of husband he was? Because I'm, I'm just. There I, wasn't. There was no. I didn't see I to find an out for allegations of abuse or anything. See, I want to try to find an out for her. Like, seriously, I want to find an out. Like, maybe. Um, well, okay. Good so luck. We, we went over the parents and the parents right. seemed like they're decent. Yes. You know, no, not perfect. She did but... claim that her mom was an alcoholic, but there were no, there was really no evidence. It's just her claims. I have friends that their parents are assholes and they're not out killing people. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, okay. She has, we have a slight claim that the mom might've been an alcoholic. Not substantiated. No. Husband, there's no history no. of beating her no. or or even really, it didn't sound like saying boo, like coming in and saying, you know, you're this or you're that. No, no, I, I saw none of that. <sighs> Not even her allegations that he was abusive, nothing. I would like, just for my own sake, to have a little bit of a catalyst I something. I'm not finding anything. The only thing I'm finding that was a catalyst is she did not want to lose this relationship with the security guard. So she said, I'm going to kill people. So just pure selfishness. That's great. Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic. I know, right? <laughs> well, this one's going to be a shorter episode, I think, because we got no catalyst. We got... I know. We have nothing really to like explain her behavior. 
Yeah, and that's that's what's puzzling it, me. It's actually troubling me because yeah. Okay, let's look at Colin. Okay. Yes. Let's do a brief review of ones that we've already done. Yes. We look at Colin. We see a history. Yes. Okay. Of and, mental disability. Right. Of of, of mental instability. Yeah. Of instability. So mm-hmm. we can say, okay, this is a history of this. He had mm-hmm. trauma as a as a child with the death death of his mother. And uh, and his sister being at the wheel, we see kind of why, right? And he was bullied and all that other stuff, right? Yes. So we can see that. Okay, let's look at our favorite, Carl. Pinter. Carl, he's my favorite. Yes, I love Carl. We see a history. Um, you know, we see he's victimized from the time he's like seven years old all right. the way through his life till his death. Right. Exactly. You know, so no matter where he turned, he was being tortured, abused, something. Right. Even yes. if even if we look at, um. I think it was last week's serial killer uh, couple that we were talking about the the, the Hamolka and Bernardo. Oh, when did we do the uh, uh, oh Medical Monday? I'm sorry, uh, the uh, Wood and Graham. That was the first week's oh. Tuesday couple. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, you're fine. I, I get all my days mixed up these he days. Does. We we both kind of do, but <laughs> yeah, no, that was the, the first Twisted Tuesday because oh, gotcha. they fell under three categories. That's remember? right, I we remember them on a Tuesday. So when we look at them. We have still catalysts. Yeah. Okay? One and was a pathological narcissist. The other one was a borderline. Right. And, so yeah. we, we've got, and, and matter of fact, what was it? Graham, uh, her dad killed their dog and then she yeah, went had her dog killed out. and everything. And, and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So there's, and there was a lot of hugs. So we see a catalyst. We can yes. see something that we can say, okay, we can show, we can show a history. Exactly. That could cause this to happen. Exactly. With this chick. See, and I think this is why I wanted to bring her up. Is to drive me crazy? No, that not I can't to drive freaking crazy. explain it. <laughs> yeah, in my see. own head, I'm going to be wondering about this for the next two weeks because I can't freaking explain why the fuck she would do this. Yeah, it I can't makes no sense. It I makes can't either. Absolutely no sense. It doesn't. It does even with other like serious serial killers like Ted Bundy. Yeah, and Jeffrey Dahmer. You see. You kind of where that turn was. Right. You know, what flipped that switch. Right. It's just all of a sudden one day she said, you know what? I still want to sleep with this guy. I want to get rid of yeah. my husband. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, freaking, I'm going to bring people close to death and then I'm going to go save them so I look great. Yeah. And then it's like, because up until the, this affair started, she was the classic poster child for an excellent employee. Okay. Well, from then- what they're saying. I can probably pose this, and it's going to sound pretty rude or gruff uh, or callous in a way, and probably disgusting to some of our listeners, but guys will do stupid shit to get laid. This is true. Maybe she's doing stupid shit for the same reason. To keep getting laid. To keep getting laid. That could be very well true. Because I'm not hearing like she was in love with him. She admired him. Yeah. And I'm sure that there was some emotional attachment to him. As far as caring and things like that. But nowhere in there am I hearing she was deeply in love with this guy. Yeah, me neither. And vice versa. No. So. I know. It's just she's it's doing really it for the weird, dick? huh? That's the only thing I can say is maybe she's just doing it for the dick. Y- you know, and maybe that is exactly why. But, you know, it's. I, I guess it boils down to no matter how much you like dick, is it really that good and that I, you I kill say, for it? I, I say the same thing about having sex with women. As you know, the, the, there's no woman out there worth me killing over. Because remember when we had the whole string of things where 
uh, women were getting guys to kill like their husbands for them and shit oh, like that. Yeah. That's back in the eighties. Yeah, it's where yeah, they're students. Yeah, like and, and it was shit, like almost yeah. every fucking week, you know. Like, yeah, like, like Mrs. Smith had Bobby from school, uh, her class kill her husband. You know, I know that a lot of you ladies out there might think that you're the bomb in bed. You ain't worth killing over. Like honestly. Like if so, now don't get me wrong. Like if I'm with somebody and somebody breaks into my house and I got to protect someone, I'll kill them. I got no problem with that. Yeah, but then that's self defense. Yeah, that's that's different than them saying, "Oh, you want to keep having sex with me? Go kill this person." You know, if you killed this person, we can be close all the time. You know, you know, we can't because I'm going to go to prison and you're a fucking psycho. Yeah, you're nuts. Yeah, you're nuts. I'm just going to, you know, grab my G-string and my nipple tassels and I'm going to pedal out of here. How do you like that visual in your head? I fucking hate you. <laughs> he does this to me on purpose, people. I just want everybody to know that. It's leopard print. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, and if you, if anybody out there has any more information on this and what possibly if there was something we missed, please let us know. Because we are desperate to figure out what her dealio was. That would be amazing if we can have somebody that was firsthand or maybe even dig up her husband. Not dig up because he's not dead. I'm sorry. Um, Un, you know, unearth I, him? No, that didn't sound I, right I, either. I almost said something. I almost said that same thing, and it was uh, just very out of context. Maybe we could find him and talk to him. But anywho's, if yeah. you want to send us an email, you can send our email to uh, brutalnation.cast at gmail.com. Check out the website at www.twistedbluellc.com. You can also reach us that way right there and check out some of the other shows that Twisted Blue offers. This has been a Twisted Blue production. Copyright 2021. This is Scott Alexander with Tammy Underwood, and we say we will see you later as we hunt down more lesser-known serial killers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.